0: Exclusive
1: podcast. Same one, one.
0: Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, sorry. Right. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your girl Natalie, and here we are yet with another episode of E-Line Exclusive. So today is very special in honor of Black Music Month we want to talk to everyone and anyone within the music industry from producers to mixers to engineers and today we have our very own mr tyrone sayer name og
1: og dosakis
0: there we go And we're going to get into his background and everything that um he does so first and foremost please introduce yourself to the people
1: all right my name is tyrone Bowie. i go by the name of O.G. Dosakis. I'm
0: from Birmingham, Alabama,
1: and now I reside in Atlanta. Okay.
0: So, happy Black Music Month.
1: Happy Black Music Month.
0: (laughs) Uh, Music is very, very versatile. Um, So, what would you say your definition of music would be?
1: My definition of music, uh, for me, music is life. You feel me? Like, everything... In my life, revolves around music. So mm-hmm. that's what it means to me, my definition.
0: Okay. Um, so, when I was Googling you, first and foremost, um, when looking for people in the Atlanta area, because you guys know I'm not originally from here, um, I always put in the hashtag of whatever it is that I'm looking for. So, when I, I put in hashtag ATL producer, this man, when I say use that hashtag heavy, it was only you I was like, oh, "Okay, well, I need to speak to him." <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that so very much. um so yes, looking you up, you are a music producer, I am. you are a pianist, I am. you are an engineer I am. and you specialize in live musical arrangements, I do. so you you do everything you do a lot I try to <laughs> absolutely um so I know a lot of music producers uh lately, or I guess like within the last couple of years, they're very much MacBook heavy uh-huh. and don't know how to even play an instrument, uh-huh. right? So what would you say, I'm sorry, how did you get started with being a pianist?
1: Um, I got started playing the piano uh, in church, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I grew up in the church. Um, my mom was a singer, my brothers I had three older brothers. They were musicians. So um are you self-talk or- I'm self-talk. Right. Nice. Yep, yep. So um I um basically just subconsciously developed the ear for music. Uh, just being around my mom, singing, being, being around my brothers, uh, being musicians, uh, just growing up around music. Mm-hmm. And I just developed the ear for it. Um and I think I went out like five. That's when I first touched the piano. It was at my my pop's job. I used to go to his job after school Mm -hmm. and um, he had a piano at his job. And I started playing that piano like every day after school. And. um, okay, and uh, just. um, Just doing that made me fall in love with the piano at an early age. Mm -hmm. I, um, I could. I could go and play the piano and, like, play something back that I remember hearing. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really, really knew, like, you feel me, like, this is, might be my calling. Mm
0: -hmm. So when you said you played it back, no music sheets, you just...
1: No, 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 just... Really? Yeah. Wow,
0: that's very talented. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, So you said you went to your father's job, you see the piano, you start to play it, but what was
1: like that turning point where you were just like, All right, this might be for me. What intrigued you feel like that brought it in? Um when I started making money. <laughs> <laughs> you for real? Okay. Yeah, that's that's for real. When I started making money mm-hmm. um for playing the piano, when I got to a level where I could make money to play mm-hmm. the piano, that really kind of like opened up for me. But I didn't take it serious until like my freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. I was an athlete growing up. Like, that was just my focus playing football. That was, I was an athlete. I was an all state football player. Right. So, um, just naturally, I was just concentrated on football, concentrating right. on sports or whatever. But it wasn't until my freshman year in college when I couldn't play football. I had to find really, you feel me? I felt like it was like a midlife crisis at 18. Right. Was, that was like my first time not playing football. So, um, one of my partners introduced me to FL Studio uh, in producing, that's a a production program. Mm -hmm. He introduced me to that. And that really did, it clicked, that I can make beats, I can translate what I know to this computer and make beats. So that's when it clicked for me. Nice. So uh, you
0: went from football to music music. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Throughout that time in, the, like, I guess your athletic stages, did you have any idea that, you know, did you ever dabble in something like production and stuff? Was that always something in the back?
1: I never, I never uh, thought about production until my partner introduced the FL studio to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I played the piano, mm-hmm. um, like, all my life. So I played the piano, um, but I didn't know about production, really. I didn't think about it
0: right. at that time. Right. Um. So I know that, first of all, I'm a huge classical music fan. Like okay. I have, I like every type of genre, classical, jazz, hip hop, or whatever. And you're part of orchestra noir. I am. Right. So how did you become part of that? Oh, well, before you tell me how, okay. tell the people what it is, because it's really phenomenal.
1: Okay. Uh, orchestra noir is Atlanta's all black orchestra. It's one of the only all black orchestras in America.
0: hmm <laughs> okay. So, yeah,
1: you got Okay. I got on that. Um uh, one of my partners who is a drummer named Kyle, he uh knew somebody connected uh to Orchestra Noir that was looking for a pianist, looking for a keyboardist. Mm-hmm. And um uh, he can connect me with a guy um named Jason who is over at Orchestra Noir. I came in for a gig, played the gig, and everything's just been history since. I've been rocking with them for like three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an exciting experience playing for an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Playing with them, we do a lot of, a lot of, um, dope events, yeah. a lot of dope concerts. Mm-hmm. We actually working on. I'm executive producing uh, Orchestra Noir's first album. So oh, I'm here for that. that's pretty
0: exciting. I'm here for
1: that. That's pretty exciting.
0: What um, events, what has been like the highlights Uh
1: Last year, we did, a, right before Corona, we did the 2020 YouTube uh, Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And um, it was honoring Babyface and LA Reed. It was somebody like, everybody in the music industry was there that night, you feel mm-hmm. me? We was playing Babyface music in front of Babyface. We were playing Usher music, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like. These are the people that created the music, and right. we sit here and playing it from in front of them. Mm-hmm. That was pretty dope. Pretty dope experience.
0: For sure. So they're literally two pioneers in not only black music but music in general. They highlighted and found so many. Yeah, woo, like and produced for so real, for real legendary albums. Um, and I saw a video <laughs> of that. Um, event with little duval oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so little
1: duval's
0: in the video and he's pretending to be what do you call the person that does? uh but, conductor right as they're playing they're doing what's the smile song? smile yeah, so, yeah. Smile. it's hilarious um yeah that was dope that, that's pretty amazing what else
1: uh we did we're doing a concert uh this weekend actually in in charlotte uh, but we did a concert last year in charlotte that was sold out show um in an arena um it was 90s r b show it was mm-hmm. high energy a lot of people the energy in there like that was, that was really my favorite um concert so far just because it was just a different type of energy that i haven't experienced you feel me it's just like a high for a musician basically right like just everybody just having a good time energetic. That was pretty dope. We did dinner, LeBlanc. I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's like a um, all-white party.
0: Um, yes, yes. We they did have them around
1: like that. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. We did dinner, at LeBlanc. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like in Centennial Park. So that was really, really crazy. I think of like 10,000 people mm-hmm. and all-white. Wow. Dope vibes.
0: Do you ever get nervous? Your-
1: Nah, no. nah, nah, I'd I be chilling, especially before before uh, gigs and stuff like that. We're going to be chilling. Ain't no telling. We're going to be laughing. Okay. Might have a couple dreams or whatever like that. We we kicking it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, all
0: right. Well, I'm getting with you to wrap up. So, we will be right back after these messages. Oh, okay.
1: So how am I doing? Okay, okay, cool, cool. Uh-huh. What's your audience?
0: So it's very broad. So we're actually trying to... we towards like the... I want to say like 18, it's honestly 18 to mid 40s. Okay. Yeah, so it's very, very broad. Um, but for this specific show, I would like to bring like, not really underground, but just guarantees to, to anyone. anyone, anyone, anyone.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Make sure you yeah. subscribe to our next. Yeah, e-lonadv.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this, along with the other shows that we produce, um, will be, is up there. So you can check it out. I'll push it out Yeah. No, Rock, right, so right. yeah. What is it? YouTube. Musicals? Yeah. Well they do it every year
1: i'm not sure i'm not that. i'm not even sure well they didn't do a 2021 because of covid right, so i don't right know it, right. i don't know they did 2020 2019 sure. i don't know oh. it was crazy definitely crazy experience
0: just, uh, just being in a room with you said i mean it's honoring those specific too yeah but to have like People that they know, people that they put on. Yeah. Everybody
1: that. came up and just performed. Like mm-hmm. T.I. he mm-hmm. came up, got got the mic performed. Monica got the mic and performed. Monica. Two chain got mm-hmm. the mic and mm-hmm. perform. Like they were just coming up. You feel mm-hmm. They'll say something about you know LA Reed and Baby Face and then. All right. right. Elon right right. exclusive podcast. Scene two, take one. And then three, two, one.
0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Elon Exclusive. Again, we are speaking with the phenomenal, Mr. O. G.
1: Dose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can
1: just call me OG, though. Okay. Yeah, everybody just so call OG, me OG. Got, yeah. you,
0: got you. All right, so you mentioned how you did a couple of concerts um, within the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, what I thought, whoops, am I good? all right, um, I love a good film score, right? And when you were speaking about orchestra and noir, I instantly thought about that. And then you said something on the lines of this having this concert and like the energy and people you know coming out and whatnot. Um, I feel like there's a lane that is missing with connecting classical or classical with hip hop, right? Definitely. So one idea that I had back in the day, um, I'm very big on Broadway and like again, the whole musical orchestra, all that kind fun of stuff. Wouldn't it be dope if there was and musical or like an orchestra concert just like what orchestra noir is doing mm-hmm. just for hip hop songs right oh yeah
1: right oh yeah that would be crazy
0: i could see that happening and what you just said you know you being the executive producer mm-hmm. of orchestra noir mm-hmm.
1: like, oh, yeah happen. yeah yeah for sure for sure that's what basically we're doing mm-hmm. we're doing we're bringing those classical elements and bringing it to 2021 and bringing it to hip hop fans, bringing it to R&B fans, bringing it to jazz fans. We're trying to um, corner basically everybody and hit everybody. um, All the music lovers, basically. You feel me, they can find something in it. But I'm definitely a classical fan, big classical fan. Mm -hmm. So I love to incorporate classical elements into my music.
0: Right. One thing lately, um, we all know the rapper, uh, Black Rob passed away and one of his biggest hits was, Mm-hmm. And the beginning of that song, you hear the, I don't know who the um, artist or the
1: Violiners. violinist
0: um, that did that song, but it was just that mix that I kept seeing online and in the internet between that song and the, the hip hop song. I was like, yo, this is something that could happen. And I'm so happy that I found out about you mm-hmm. and then found out about Officer Noir. I'm to do something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh,
1: so yeah, definitely.
0: Um, okay, so. He did mention off camera that he was, or he majored in secondary Secondary education. Yes. And I did see a video of him talking to kids um, in a classroom setting. And my question is, would you ever teach?
1: I would not. (laughs) I wouldn't teach in a school. Okay. I'll put it like that. I wouldn't teach in a school.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'll teach in my own environment. You feel me? I think, yeah.
0: Um, And I feel like nowadays, a lot of kids, they don't, I don't even know what's going on with like the arts and whatnot, but uh, from, I guess, when I left middle to high school, I started to hear the idea of like them pulling this stuff out, putting yeah. all like all the, um, the arts programs out the school. So I think that would be very dope. And it's very much needed, especially when we have teachers of color yeah, teaching definitely. our kids our You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, when we go into schools like that, the kids' face lights light up with energy, you feel Mm -hmm. me? We come in and we talk to them about different avenues in music that you can pursue. Not just a musician, not just a singer. Mm -hmm. You can produce, you can engineer, you can... It's a lot of stuff in in the music business Mm -hmm. that makes money. Absolutely. So it's definitely alternatives to whatever you want to do. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I also read that you have a company called Session 9, mm-hmm. um, and I love the idea that it highlights and gives those a platform, especially musicians, but there's so many musicians out there, um, a platform to, you know, share their music. How did that idea come about?
1: Um. So, when I moved to Atlanta, I used to do showcases at, uh, at this club. And um, I kind of like build, built a connection with artists. I already had like a connection with band, uh, like band member musicians in, in Atlanta. So I kind of connected, um, connected with artists in Atlanta and I found that um, artists, Need certain type of content basically so i stopped doing the showcases just basically because it was just a hassle it was just too much to be doing for me at that time it wasn't it it was what it was you feel me for the time that i was doing it it was a great experience but i kind of took what i learned uh, on that platform and um just thought about how i could connect the need for artists that want to work with live musicians mm-hmm. so I got connected with um, a videographer named Jose he was actually my um my boss at my first job when I moved to Atlanta Wow I know right mm-hmm. so I connected with him he's uh, one of the best videographers in Atlanta um, and told him about it um he was down from the, from the jump he, he's like a passionate person about what he does and he's not just going to do anything just to do anything. You feel me? So he understood what I was trying to do Mm -hmm. and, um, he basically fell in love with it. And, um, that's how it started with that. And then I met a a guy named, uh, his name is music. He goes by music therapist. Mm He, um, he had a connection with a space, that we could basically shoot in, film, and we can use. Basically, he was just, um, he had basically the same ideas that I had, mm-hmm. and we kind of um, put it all together between me, IBA and Jose, mm-hmm. and um, Form Session I. Oh That's how we started. Um, one question that I have, and I uh, we spoke about
0: this last, probably two episodes ago, with understanding how to be different in such a saturated industry. Everybody's a music producer, or so they say. Yeah. Everybody's an <laughs> artist. Um, and one thing I just want to know is, I'm a huge fan of the producer D-Mile. Um you know who D-Mile is? I do not. Okay, D-Mile is the uh, producer of Lucky Day's Painted Album.
1: Mm, okay, okay.
0: Right, and it was the fact that every song was different but the tone of the entire album was fire. And it just, it followed like every, like it was just very distinct. You know what I mean? And just like overall a good album. Because sometimes, you know, you hear, know, oh, this is a good album, that's a good album. But no, lucky these albums. The first one was fire. Um, and you know Don Colliver? I do. Right. I do. His album, Heaven or Hell, was like still bumping heavy on my, <laughs> my phone. Like literally, I love that album. Now, the songs, just like that Lucky Day album, they're very much different, but the tone of the entire album like, really completes it as a whole. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is how do you differ each song that you do? So it's not sounding the exact same way.
1: Um, Well, I'm a real musician Mm -hmm. and I understand how to produce a song, basically. How to... um, how to make it different? What's um what's needed in a song? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not hard for me to switch it up, right. just because I I'm a real musician. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of um a lot of producers now they you feel me just on the computer and they just yeah basically yeah. typing in. hey, It's no shade to you feel me those producers because you feel me those producers do. They they get work, you feel me? Mm -hmm. But for me, um, I just um, use my gifts, basically heavy in production, Mm -hmm. to um, differ myself from, I guess, the crowd. Right. So I speak. I like I. With
0: me, I love to follow who's behind the scenes of everything. I think that's how come I love production and everything behind it, that happens behind it. And as we hear when any artist is thanking their management team or whatever, it's like oh I want to thank my team, I wanna thank blasé, blase. And so um, my question is in regards to artists or not the students, let's keep it out for who are some that you look up to
1: that I look up to mm-hmm. producers. That i look up to
0: that you look up to or
1: that you like get inspiration okay let's do it we're gonna say inspiration
0: okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> um my favorite producer is kanye, kanye you feel me that's like the goat kanye can do no wrong in my eyes mm-hmm. he's the genius mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say second kanye <laughs> just cause um i um i like Zaytovin. Zaytovin brings a classical piano element to his music. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. I like Zaytoven. Um, I like um DJ Mustard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He made some good beats. Mm-hmm. Um, music therapist. he athlete now. I'm trying to tell you. Um yeah, you're gonna hear about him. Um I say timberland Timbaland, you feel me? He's a he's a top notch producer.
0: Right. With Timbaland beats, um, there's always that like one sound in the the whole song that you know it was produced by. Yeah, him. yeah, for sure. And I love that about him. Him and well, the Neptunes back when I don't know what they produced lately, yeah. but there was always like that. Just, you know, that's his.
1: Anything N- like that? My sound is my distinct sound. You feel me? Like oh. that's that's his. Timbaland, that's his distinct thing. He knows that.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: it's gonna be like a, a awkward sound that it's gonna stand out that you know is him, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You're gonna know it's my beat just because the musicality, the the complete product of the beat, you feel me, it's just gonna it's just gonna hit a little different than everybody else's. Right. Um while
0: speaking to like my producer friends or people that I know that do produce, um, they always say, like, oh, you don't get it. Like, sometimes when I do a beat and I ask, you know, these artists to, hey, they're just like, they don't want to play or whatever. So I want to know, what yeah. are, like, some assumptions that happen or that you hear when it comes to producers. People literally think you sit on a computer, uh-huh. you press a couple of buttons, you make a beat, and then that's it. But there's a lot that goes
1: into it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But the game is saturated because there's people that do that, do that too. Right. You feel me? So right. it's hard to, um, it's hard to differentiate yourself from the crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I learned Mm -hmm. because once you say you're a producer, you're already placed in a a category. So, um, for me, I use live musicians. I do live instruments. So you're going to see me making a beat with a live guitar or a live bass, some drums and 90% 90% of the producers can't can't do that. You feel me? They can't go right. they can't play play an instrument. Right. They can't they don't know how to work with musicians. Mm-hmm. So it's two completely different fields. Definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. It's just these ain't beats. Right, right. <laughs> the designer beats, no cap. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> but excuse me, what you were saying is that's to me that's what's
0: missing. A lot of the times is that authenticity about having a live musical instrument mm-hmm. with your you know sound recording and just piecing all of that together. Um, and I think that's one reason why I appreciated your work because I'm like this guy he knows exactly what he's do. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than just a computer. Um, Alright guys we will be right back after these awesome. messages. <laughs>
1: Yo I'm in deep. No. cap. You, know, you gonna order? Need some more? I need some more. Okay, please. Bro. Thank you. Yeah, there's this song that I heard. I'm a very Big Nas fan, and on his album, Life Is Good on the f- not but there's
0: one song called Queen's Story and that's i think that started to intrigue me about doing
1: something of course i don't want to be a musician at mm-hmm. like that time but intriguing me about doing that live like hip-hop symphony type thing where we get, get people would love that i know I oh yeah for that's sure that's what that's what a lot of people come to our events like yeah. when we host concerts because it's going to tie that like tie that vibe like to it you feel we're going to have strength go ahead where you guys is there
0: going to be one in atlanta there
1: is going to be one in atlanta i think it's gonna be maybe July. All right, I think know. so. It's gonna be like crazy.
0: That. I love that. It's so different and it's needed. Really yeah, for sure. And I think they tried, there was this one, I don't know what I was watching, but it was a, like a symphony with the only hip-hop. It was somewhere on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the audience reaction, I was like, yeah. This is what there you mean. go bro. So, Thank you. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm so glad I found all of them.
1: Eline Exclusive Podcast, Scene Three, Take
0: One. Hey guys, and welcome back to Eline Exclusive. Okay, so we were talking about producers that you, I guess, that inspire you, mm-hmm. right? Now, what are some artists, excuse me, that you would like to work with, and artists that inspire you as well? Um,
1: Some artists that I would like to work with. Kaye, Drake, Mm -hmm. J. Cole, (laughs) Cole. uh, um, Mm -hmm. Givion, that's how you say his name? Mm -hmm. And... Jasmine Sullivan.
0: Oh uh, Jasmine Sullivan. I went to a concert of hers back in, I can't remember the year. Um I think the album was called Reality Show. And when I tell you the audience just got quiet, and then somebody was in the back, like somebody was in the back like, oh, like this girl, like. <laughs> jasmine sullivan i love her and i loved her ever since she came out but she's a powerhouse and i feel like because music is so mainstream that we're hearing the same things over and over again she doesn't get the recognition that she deserves Yeah,
1: definitely. she's like the best singer to me like,
0: she really girl. is she really, really is so you mentioned j cole Drake, my girl jasmine what is it about j cole Uh uh-huh that you
1: would why would you want to work with somebody like why would you want to work with them um j cole you feel me he's he's different he's just not a regular artist he's going to have a different sound Mm -hmm. he's not going to do the same thing that artists do on tracks or whatever so j cole kind of stands aside from the crowd so i love his uh creativity i love what he does what he has going on so I'm definitely gonna get that J. Cole placement soon. Yes, that's that's what has, exactly. Is. Manifestation, you that's feel me?
0: It. And what about Drake? You think he just won Artist of the Decade at the Billboard Awards? And I said everybody's like, Oh, why Drake? You know what? But Drake's consistency is unmatched. Like, we're getting a song, if not if not really an album, every year. Yeah. Like, so what is it about Drake?
1: Drake the GOAT, like he really is the GOAT, like the best artist. Like to do, I, I don't say to do it, but he's the best artist. Like, I don't know, it, can't nobody mess with him. Right. Like for real, he's, his creativity, his, the way that he makes a song, he really learned from Lil Wayne. That's why I give Lil Wayne props. Like, okay, okay. yeah, he learned a lot from Lil Wayne and he took it and ran with it, took mm-hmm. his own his own style. The singing aspect, the rapping aspect of it, mm-hmm. definitely is. Okay,
0: and him. Now I don't know. I know I heard about this artist, but I don't know too much about him. Mm-hmm. He's considered a rapper or an artist. R&B artist. R&B artist. Yep. Okay. And that's the thing, R&B and live music—you cannot go wrong. Yeah, can't miss. Like, it would be everything.
1: Can't miss. He has a crazy sound too. Like he just a crazy be. voice. That's what. That's what I love about it.
0: So music, we know, could take you many, many places. Um, the producer, d that I was speaking about earlier, he actually just won an Oscar for, Let me get this right? This song, Fight For You, um, from the Black, sorry, Judas and the Black Messiah film, right? So what, I, w- I won't say what, like, is your end goal, but what are some, some goals you would like to achieve within your career?
1: that I would like to achieve within my career. My main goal is to be able to be in a position to put um put people on basically to put the people who deserve to be on the to deserve a chance that you're not necessarily going to get a chance. That's like my main goal in with music, to be able to, to um, make an impact on certain people that have the talent um, to do it, to so be an artist, to so be a rapper, to so be a singer. But they wouldn't get the opportunity just because like, the game's so saturated. You feel right. me? Right. So like, that's my main goal. Um, yeah, that's just my main goal in this music. That's what I'm doing it for.
0: I just have to say, like, everybody that's sitting right here, I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of like what you're doing. You're putting everybody on. For sure. and not just like, you know, friends or whatever. But this whole, the session nine um, company that you have, that's the thats the idea, and I see it happening for you. Definitely. Um, in regards to people that you work with, I know you did The Crispy Show. You guys follow? The oh, show? yo. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, <no> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> First of all, she's hilarious. Um, number one. Number two. How did that connection happen?
1: She posted on IG. She was in Atlanta looking for a producer.
0: Okay.
1: I hit her up. Shot my shot. Okay. She was like, she loves, she loved my music, or whatever. Okay. We had a session. It's just been history ever since. Uh-huh. Working on the album. We got. A lot of dope stuff coming. Mm-hmm. And she's like a really a real singer. Like she does comedy, you feel me, but she's a real artist, a real singer, a real writer. Mm-hmm. She's very talented.
0: Nice. What other artists have you worked with um in the past that are making waves in this industry?
1: In the past, they're making waves in the industry. Um, or currently. Currently uh right now I'm working with an artist called Fish and Grits. And um Fish, Fish and Grits. Yeah. Okay. Yo, yo, he's from uh Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But uh he's definitely making waves in uh the music business. Um He's like the most consistent artist that I've seen, you feel me? Like he's definitely yeah, definitely the most consistent artist that I've seen. He puts a lot of work into what he's doing. He has a lot of motion going on right now, so shout out to Fishing and Grits. Um, I got a um, Kevin Gates placement. That's pretty dope. Okay. Um, That's a big name. Yeah. Um, I just recently signed a deal with, um, uh,
0: OK. Oh, sorry.
1: Um, Signed a deal with the Hit Cartel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a production company out of Houston, Texas. Um, and uh, Julian Genius, he's the uh, like the head producer.
0: Yes, yes, yes. he's, okay.
1: uh, he's produced for a lot of. He's produced for Drake. Mm-hmm. He's produced with Travis mm-hmm. Scott. Um, YFN Lucci. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I just signed with them, so I've been working with a lot of artists um, connected with them. Um. Let's see who else I work with, um, dang, what's her name? Heather Victoria. She's uh, a dope artist in from North Carolina. She's, uh, she's, uh, signed to Jamla records. She was like, um, ninth wonder. She's very dope, a dope artist and talented singer uh yeah man just a lot of. Art. <laughs> oh 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 yeah, yeah les brown i don't know if you know the legendary uh motivational speaker les brown. les brown yeah les brown he's okay yeah um he's like the most famous uh motivational speaker mm-hmm. out there he's definitely a motivation to me but um
0: so in regards to
1: like motivational speaking, it, does he have an album coming out? No, I'm the only person that um has a song with him. or oh, wow. yeah, I guess a track that's with a
0: him. Song.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty dope. Okay. But yeah. I like that. Ooh. A motivational speaking
0: album featuring Yeah. It's a
1: thing. Yeah. Make it
0: happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. It. It's an artist uh, by the name of William King Hollis. He does He's in that lane that he's doing. He has an album mm-hmm. um, about your motivational album. Okay. So that's pretty dope. Um, all right, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. My boy went... <laughs> oh, yo, yeah. My boy went at gay Gaze. Uh, I know. My mind went blank. I know. <laughs> Well, I know what is what is the artist again? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think. I couldn't think. You say you just got
0: signed to the hit cartel. Any specifically for producers?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, producers song and songwriters. Okay. Let me talk about that. get part time. All right. All
0: right. All right. You want
1: to podcast? Take one. Mm-hmm.
0: And to- hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of E Line Exclusive featuring my guy OG. All right, so I wanted you, I wanted to get a little backstory about the hit cartel that you are signed to. Uh-huh. What is it, and how did you get involved?
1: It's a, a production company um, that has um, a couple of producers and songwriters. Mm hmm. Um, I got connected with them through my saxophone player, Lodge. Mm-hmm. He um, knows June the Genius. Mm-hmm. Um, he invited me to come to a session. Uh, June, he needed uh, a piano player. He invited me to come to the session um, about two, two years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I came to the session. We cooked up and we've been locked in ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working with him for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in March, I signed, you feel me, went ahead and signed to him.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you like, what is your ultimate goal with that or being part of that? Just to like so, reach out to more artists? Exactly. Okay. That's going to uh,
1: just open up more doors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a faster route for me. Right. Feel me? It's very right. beneficial to me mm-hmm. um, and what I have going on. So um, that's what it's going to bring. Uh, like connection with more artists, connection with more um, music business professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a couple doors, some rooms that I need to be in. Right. But yeah.
0: Um, we did mention how or spoke about briefly about artists you want to work with, um, producers that you look up to. What are some musicians that you look up to? The first person that i think of is robert glasper you like to go. powerhouse I know, right? um so yeah Where are
1: some musicians at Some musicians, um i like uh, pj morton mm-hmm. he's definitely a crazy musician corey henry um who's a crazy musician um Trying to see who in Atlanta. Uh, Chris Moulton, mm-hmm. he's a crazy musician. Uh, a Fubara on that bass. Jordan, uh, Jordan Insley on the bass. Shanitha on the trombone. Keith on the trumpet. Aldo on the guitar. Boy Aldo, me and my boy Aldo got a couple placements. Mm-hmm. But yo, those were some dope musicians that I, um. You said you're doing this tour with um, Archer Noir. Mm-hmm. would you ever do a tour?
0: I'm sure you would with a musician or like a sorry, an artist.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. I think that's going to be in the works, uh, real soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 for sure. I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and manifest that, uh-huh. Jasmine Sullivan i Okay. Let him, oh, <laughs> <let him
0: out. laughs> oh my goodness! That's, like that's the thing about live music. It's such a, a phenomenal experience, and it's a vibe. It will be a vibe. Yep. If you like somebody like David Sullivan or P.J. Moore and Robert Glasper, maybe Drake, yep. <laughs> J. Yep. Cole, definitely. Um, so one thing I always ask people that are in this field is. Uh, to give some type of advice to those that want to be in the field and let them know like the real deal, the ins and outs of everything. Because everybody sees music, some of them, not everybody, but some people see music as, you know, a quick buck or two Mm -hmm. or wanting to become famous or, you know, having that lifestyle of like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this thing when they're really not doing anything at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So what advice would you give up and coming producers?
1: Advice for up-and-coming producers. um, Really um, find what sets yourself aside from the crowd. I mean, that's really for anybody. Uh, Find what sets yourself aside from the crowd. Um, You have to do something different. You have to do something that's going to stand out. Like I said, the game is so saturated. It's so easy to just make a beat like pull some samples together and make a beat or it's just so easy to be in say you in the music game Mm -hmm. but um definitely find something that sets yourself aside stand out do something different um because that's going to be the key to making it in the music business absolutely um and definitely believe in yourself don't don't have one foot in, one foot out. Believe in yourself. Go all in if if you believe that music is what's going to take you to the level that you need to be. Then twenty four seven be about that. Um, you mentioned with
0: going back to real quick to session nine. How do you know what artists to put on that specific platform? Because everybody's like, I'm an artist. I can say.
1: But how do you know who has that wow factor? She's just like, you know what? I want to highlight them. Yeah, we have a, a team that that goes through the talent and see uh, who would be a good fit for the platform or whatever like that. A lot of people um, they submit to be on the platform, but um, we're kind of picky on who we put put up on the platform mm-hmm. and that who we work with. Um, but they go they do a good job at picking the right talent. Um, and what's good for the company.
0: Okay. Um, as any musician or any like interview that you hear with musicians, artists, rappers, whatever, um, they always ask about their top five. So in regards to albums, specifically in regards to productions on that album, um, what are your top, say three?
1: Top three. Yeah. Number one, my Twisted Dart fantasy dark twisted fantasy. You know what I meant? Number two, 808s some heartbreak. Number three. Ah, that's number three tough. Um, I don't think I have a number three. Mm-hmm. I think I just have those two, and number three. Production wise, yeah, I don't production wise I'd say um never mind, I ain't gonna say it.
0: Oh, oh, be sure. Okay.
1: I just got those two. <laughs> All right.
0: Going on with the Kanye West and Yeah. With him, and I think that's how come you so um, like relatable to him is because it's like that old school feel. Mm-hmm. And like some of the samples that he takes, or some of the songs that he takes samples from, and like when I like googled him, he was like, I would have I'd never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way he just remixed everything—it's just like Kanye. Yeah, he's a genius.
1: He he's a genius. You gotta appreciate it, you feel me? Especially me—I appreciate it just because mm-hmm. I understand what's going on. Yeah, I just appreciate it. He's genius.
0: Have you seen his treat? Um, Sunday Choir. Oh yeah. Right. What do about that.
1: That's that's a dope dope concept.
0: I, I was like, okay,
1: yes, you so started in the church because I feel like most musicians start in the mm-hmm. church. And I'm like, it just it makes a yeah, that's that's definitely a dope concept. Uh they took it around with it. I mean, we got a, a a disconnect from people going to church nowadays and it's a lot of stuff going on. So he really uh brings a type of energy that you feel me, it, it, no matter what walk um, of life you in, no matter where you come from, you can, you feel me, you can do your thing. Mm-hmm. Praise, praise God, however you want to serve, whoever you want to or whatever, but come together and you feel me, it'd be a beautiful moment.
0: Um, I also, I, was, I had to move and look you up, uh, was on your Instagram page, you do a lot of um, sessions within the LA, well, LA, mm-hmm. and then of course out here. Um, who are some, I can't remember his name that you connected with out there. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. But, um, what do you think about the saying collaboration over competition?
1: Collaboration over, definitely, um, that's, that's me, really. Uh um, I'm not in competition with anybody, you feel me? Like, there's no... You can't compete with me. I can't compete with you. We ain't in the same lane. You feel me? I'll collab with you rather than compete with you. Absolutely. You feel me? It's definitely enough to go around. Um Yeah, that's the type of person I am. I collab with anybody. You feel me? And you know? the thing with that, you never know what
0: could come out of. Definitely, you, definitely. definitely. Like, and not in just in regards to music, but with anything, like. I don't know if this is still on the air, but like the Snoop Dogg and Marcus Stewart. Oh yeah, outfit. yeah, I mean, yeah. Who would have ever thought, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, for real. Life, you just never know. Anything.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. So how can people get into contact with you? Well, first I wanted to ask,
1: uh-huh.
0: what are some projects that you have coming up and what are future ventures that you have to have?
1: <clears throat> Projects that's coming up and mm-hmm. future.
0: ventures that you would like to have
1: okay um projects that i got coming up like i said i'm executive producing um orchestra noir's first album um i'm executive producing uh hollywood anderson's uh album that's gonna be dropping this summer um i'm working with a lot of dope artists like cj green um he's a dope artist uh akeem ali i'm working with a song with him um those are some of the things that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um and what was the second question? Future ventures. Future. Like future ventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to start my own label. I see that. Um that's what I'm working towards. I'm, um I keep saying um a lot. But yeah, I'm starting my own label, uh, getting my own studio yeah. facility. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm working on. Um now and that's going to be in the near future and how can people get into contact with you you can contact me via email at og dosakis og dos eq at gmail you can follow me on ig at og dosakis og dos eq you can Add me on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook at the same thing, OG Dosakis. You can follow my company on IG and Facebook, Session 9 underscore. Session, the number 9 underscore. Uh, yeah, you can just Google me. I ain't hard to get in contact with. All right. In that, OG, I just want to
0: thank you so very much. I appreciate, thank you, thank you, thank
1: you. appreciate you guys for having me.
0: Absolutely. Just the way that you're talking and everything that you said thus far, I know you know something absolutely amazing is gonna happen within your future. I see it. And you're focused and you're doing this. I know right. I
1: this. know, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for watching another episode of Be Line Exclusive. Um, and we'll be back next week with another topic. All right, see you later. Bye. Hey.
1: Uh, hey. Yeah.
0: We did it! <laughs> We did it, yes. <laughs> <laughs>